Hey guys, before we dive into this episode, please keep in mind that this was intended to be a one-and-done episode, but we've decided to split it into two parts. The first part is my self-care journey, and the second will be Max's self-care journey. I'm Sarah. And I'm Max. And this is the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. We strive to help you, the everyday person, to stop living on autopilot, overwhelmed and frustrated with the way things are. You deserve to do away with that frustration, achieve more balance in your life, and find fulfillment in your everyday. We are here to help you stop going through the motions and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you, all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join us for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. Okay, so I'd like to first apologize to Sarah and then apologize to the audience because I have made a big boo-boo. We usually outline our podcast episodes (laughs) and Sarah does such a great job outlining the episodes and I will go back and add things in um but for this episode our self-care journeys obviously Sarah has a journey I have a journey I was supposed to outline my journey so we could be a little bit more put together for you and I completely did not do that so I'm sure <laughs> that there is a time that Sarah asked me to do it so I am apologizing to Sarah for forgetting or just not being in a spot to hear you when you asked me to do this. I hope you'll forgive me. Uh-huh. And I want to apologize to the audience for turning this episode into much more of a rambling uh, mess, on my part at least. Sarah's got some really great notes and some great things to share, but I will be flying by the seat of my pants, which <laughs> might be my specialty when it comes to podcasting. <laughs> The best jokes are off the cuff, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, I mean, I think this episode would be rambly regardless, but um, basically the in- the intent of this episode is to just dive into our self-care journeys to give you a little backstory about, like, us and what we've been doing, how we've gotten to where we are, the bumps along the way. Um, And I'm hoping, I mean, I I think this could be a potentially vulnerable episode. Um, And I do want to be conscientious of like anything that could possibly be triggering to people. So just keep in mind, there's a lot around anxiety and depression and um, physical health and wellness as well, I would think, I expect. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Um, so I'm just gonna, I guess, I mean, before we jump in, as much as we do want to put a trigger warning at the beginning, just in case we also want this to not just be about us, but also how our stories can help empower and impact you to either start or continue or resume your self-care lifestyle journey. 
we're obviously not experts. Neither of us has uh, a degree or works in the self-care field, um, which I'm sure we both would love to if that was really a thing. Um, we, we, We do want this this episode to be empowering and to be positive overall. So we're going to try and hit um, the bumps and the highlights and some of the things we learned and, and where we are now. Like, like you said, Sarah. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, the starting point really is college. Um, I mean, there's definitely history prior to that, but that's not something that I feel like I am personally done with unpacking that, like, past whatever, you know, childhood things. But um, I think <laughs> I think college is a good starting point for this journey um, and for sharing with you guys right now. So we started college however many years ago. Um, and I basically, I think, I mean, and you might have to jump in and support here, but I, um, I think that I started struggling pretty quickly. I think that, I don't think it was that I hadn't struggled before. I think it was that things were really different and I was you know, um, going through big changes in life with starting school, being away from home, um, taking just like big adult steps and all of that. It was a lot. And I started having pretty severe anxiety, um, that resulted in some depression as well. Um, that was primarily anxiety driven depression does that make sense hopefully that makes sense um you're nodding so (laughs) i guess um so that was a thing um and it took me a really long time to get help um to make that step um and there was a lot of pushing on max's part to help me do that um And once I kind of knew what was going on, I, and I, I did choose to medicate, um, for the first year and a half or so, something like that, Mm, year and a half, maybe, um, maybe a little closer to a year, but I'm, I don't know. Um, I've slept a few (laughs) times since then. So I was doing that, but I was also working on my self-care. I was working on what can I do to manage my anxiety. I very briefly tried therapy, didn't have a super great experience, but was also only using um, the free services that I had through the school. And, you know, I think it just wasn't a perfect fit with my counselor, who was also technically a student. (laughs) Um, And I think with therapy, it's really important to find the right person. So other soapbox, putting that away. Um, (laughs) So I was doing that. I was trying, I mean, I was trying a number of things. I was trying creative outlets. That's about the time I started my blog. Um, And that was a really great 
piece for me was having that like creative outlet and project that I was putting my like extra energy into I guess um putting in time on that I was trying my best to like get outside and spend time with friends more often I was um doing a lot of different things it was a really big time of just like exploring self-care without maybe realizing that's what I was doing um but I was starting to learn to push myself just a little bit a little bit out of my comfort zone to feel better so things like texting new friends to go to a tulip field that you know I had known these people for six months I and I'm still super close with these these women today um and they were a big part of that journey for me as well and helping me get past anxiety you know struggles um to I keep saying you know I'm sorry (laughs) um to get to that self-care that I needed um and I I think I think about my self-care in like year in like school years a little bit my self-care journey that was freshman year sophomore year I definitely I think set myself up to struggle a little bit because I chose to take all online classes and while that was really great for a flexible schedule and all of that um I had a lot of free time which was fantastic I loved that I wasn't getting out and seeing people as often as I probably should have um and I wasn't pushing myself to do so I wasn't pushing myself to go be social and as much as I'm an introvert some parts of self-care are getting out of your comfort zone to engage with people so that you're not alone um so there's there's that (laughs) we had gotten engaged between freshman and sophomore year as well um so that was going on I we were wedding planning and like trying to figure out all the things there was some tension around that um for sure and just like some family stuff going on and it was kind of a hard year for me uh, about 2016 to 20 end of 2017 um maybe even early 2018 there was a really tough period where we were going through that um you really started struggling with your sleep stuff Mm -hmm. in the first year that we got married um and also had a knee surgery like months into just a few months after we got married and we were broke very broke um which was hard because we were just learning to like do all the grown-up things and manage money and trying to work and do school um and i feel like i'm getting off track but i when we got married i went off of my anxiety meds um shortly after we got married and in some ways i think that was good because i had gotten to a point where i was just so numb to everything and i couldn't i wasn't myself um but i also didn't necessarily set myself up for success in the aftermath in like okay I have to make sure that I'm doing things, I'm seeing people, I'm getting outside, I'm moving my body, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Those really key pieces of self-care of, like, pushing myself, I wasn't doing that. Um, And that was a journey that I started, I mean, I I think it was an off-and-on thing, 
But over the years, from then on, I was learning to push. I was learning to push past and go, okay, it's not good for me to sleep in every day and not move and not actually get ready for the day if I'm not going anywhere. It's not good for me to drink two giant Cokes every single day. <laughs> it makes me feel like crap, even though I get those like, um, not an, is it endorphins, mm-hmm. I guess? Endorphins in the moment. Um, it's not good for me in the long run. Um, so I started finding better self-care practices. I, you know, for me, some of that was cutting soda and like cutting crap that I was eating that didn't make me feel physically good, which made me not want to go outside and be around people or move my body or do any of the things that made me feel better than sitting at home on the couch watching Netflix. Um, And I went through a phase where that's what I was doing. Um, I was in a tough spot. Things were really hard and I was not taking care of myself because of that. Cut to, let's say, our senior year. We were in a new apartment we moved in that summer, I feel like was a pivotal point for me where I really did start to like, okay, like I I had said, I had cut out kind of the crap that I was eating that was not making me feel good. I was moving my body more. I was like seeing people and taking classes on campus over the summer to be around people. I was more engaged with my friends. Um... I was shifting things. I was working out some, um, just changing things up. Um, and that's kind of when I went back into focusing on my blog some. I had that like creative outlet that I was working on every day. I was freelancing more. It was all kind of coming into balance a little bit. Um, and yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, and then I think post post-grad, post-college was also a really important period of time. We graduated and moved back to Austin, which was a big transition. Um, And that summer, I started trying some different things. I started trying like the miracle morning routine. I started um, changing up my diet. I did the um, Dr. Brighton protocol to kind of get my hormones in check and figure some stuff out with that and dropped some weight with that. I was working out regularly and learning to love it. Um, I was feeling really great about myself. I was just in a much better spot and practicing those self-care things of like feeding my body, working out, and um, but also doing things like taking time to read or whatever else I need. Am I that boring? You're going to fall asleep. I'm not <laughs> going to make a comment on that. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so that was interesting. And then I was learning to like set better boundaries with people and clients and whatever else. And, you know, quite the journey um and that brings us to shortly after post-college I was starting a new job and also found out I was pregnant and that was a whole that was fun that was a big transitional period um 
started my new job in November 2019. And um, it was a few months of just kind of running myself into the ground, quite frankly, because I was so physically exhausted already. And then adding a new job on top of that was fun. Um, and I had to relearn how to practice self-care with a full-time job. And that was something I've, I'm still figuring out. And I think I'm finally getting into a better flow with that at this point. Um, but I also keep in mind, this was November, 2019. And then the pandemic hit in March, 2020, and we were home and stuck with each other constantly. And, um, had a baby, had a one-year-old. So it's been a lot of transitions and ups and downs and basically relearning how to practice self-care in the different life phases that I think I went through it at a pretty accelerated pace, if we're being honest. Um, but it's just a constant learning cycle and checking in with my needs, um, which I think is what you can take from my self-care journey is that it is just so critical to keep touching base with yourself, being aware of how you're feeling, how what you're doing is affecting your mood, how it's affecting your overall like mental health, physical health, all, all the things, holistic health. <laughs> um, just keep that in mind as you are practicing your self-care. Just stay in touch with your feelings. That's what I would take from that. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, be sure to grab our free Own Your Self-Care Starter Kit by visiting theselfcare.life forward slash own your self-care. This kit is specially designed to help you identify what kind of self-care will work best for you. That way you can start developing your own self-care lifestyle. You can find the link in our show notes as well. If you'd like to stay connected, find us on TikTok at The Self-Care Lifestyle and on Instagram at Sarah Strives. Have a question, feedback, or an episode request? Text us at 512-998-1194. Chances are we might even respond. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk at you again soon.